I I was at a Magic the Gathering event once, and I realized I was like I, I I was humming that I hadn't I hadn't realized it yet, and the like I was just humming that tune. I was like, this is a this is a tune that's deep in my brain. I I wonder what it is. And then someone like two tables over from me was like, is that the Dead Island trailer music? <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> welcome back to Rush Shit Radio, a Mega Man retrospective podcast. I'm Nora. And I am Curly. And we are all collectively Mega Man. We are, all of us. Mega Man is all of us, and we are all of Mega Man. Today we're talking about episodes 9 and 10 of Mega Man, which are Bot Transfer and Ice Age. Yes, yes we are. We are. We are not too far off from the end of season one. Whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see what, if in any way, uh, differences season two has. I don't even know. I guess I could click these two episodes and see how if there was a gap between them. Uh, nope, not that I can see. Fair enough. I don't. I don't have dates, but but yeah. Are we uh, are we gonna become the people that like exhaustively edit the uh, the pages <laughs> on the Ruby Spears episodes so that you I, know. I'm the person who thought about should I start a wiki for Neo Human Kashan because all of the Kashern wiki resources are all about Kashern sins. Ah, uh, okay. You can't like you know start like a fork of that wiki with some some brackets after the character names you know that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, no one cares about <laughs> neo human Kashan. George Bush doesn't care about neo human Kashan. That's so true. <laughs> uh, so bot transfer. So this uh, this episode starts off on a a plane to Geneva. We're going to Geneva to to the UN for a science conference. Uh, I've got a summary here from uh, okay, the Man yeah. Knowledge Base. If we want to hit that, yeah, let's let, let's hit that. I want to hit that. Doctor Light, Mega Man, Roland Rush fly to a conference and encounter Dily 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 Walker, Mister Dily, <laughs> Doctor Wiley's robots on an airplane along the way. When Mega Man and Roll follow them to the luggage section of the plane, they are gone without a trace. However, they do find a large unknown chamber stored nearby and take it to analyze. Yeah. Later that night, Mega Man is duped into meeting with an old friend of Dr. Light and gets trapped in an identical transport chamber by Wily and Pro Man. After locking him in, Mega Man's essence is switched into Snake Man's body and vice versa. That is a weird way to phrase that, considering Dr. Wily explicitly says circuits, not essence. Does essence precede existence in Mega Man? 
<laughs> Only on Rushjet Radio will you find out the answer to that question in excruciating detail. <laughs> now, not only does Dr. Wily have Mega Man on his side, but the real Mega Man has to try and convince his family that he is really not the evil Snake Man. That part's one scene and he fails to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's something I'll bring up, I guess, when we get to it. But uh, this episode this episode is a wild ride. Like many episodes of this show, this episode is a, a, a wild ride trying to uh, sort of keep hold of which spinning plate actually turns out to be important and which are just forgotten about by, by the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this, this episode starts off on a plane to Geneva... Uh, so they're all, they're all sat on this plane to go to the science conference and, uh, Dr. Light says something innocuous and Mega Man, he puts his hands behind his head and he says, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling pretty relaxed right now. (laughs) Then there's a crashing noise and he says, did I say something about being relaxed? (laughs) Which immediately, yeah, immediately, which is this show's absolutely fantastic thing of like, there's no like. Set up payoff. It's set up payoff. It's all one word. There's no space. There's no gap for you to like understand what has been said before the punchline is immediately delivered. It's they share the p. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, wow. So guts, gutsman, and cutman try to to take control of the try to take control of the plane. Try and fight Mega Man on the plane. Mega Do Man's they, like, I think they just want to fight Mega Man. Okay. I think this was around the time in the episode where I'm trying to figure out which part of this, which part of what we're seeing is going to turn out to be an extremely obvious deception by Dr. Wiley, but it's none of this. This is, this is all apparently no, genuine. it's the man in the trench coat. Yeah. Uh, there's an elevator to get to the cargo hold in this yeah. airliner, which I don't think that's how passenger airlines work. Yeah. Um, this is just an absurdly spacious plane. It's also. a very, very big plane. Uh, also, the aisles really, are like six feet wide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's huge, which, you know, I guess is helpful when you're trying to block an animation scene. Mega Man uh, knocks over Gutsman and Cutman with, uh, like, a refreshments cart. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, so, it's established that Rush is in the cargo hold. They need to go follow the Robot Masters to the cargo hold because they got to make sure Rush is okay. And, you know, just generally apprehend them for their crimes. Uh, a really funny part of this episode for me is that you see uh, Mega Man and Roll, they look towards the the lift to the cargo hold. And they're like, right, we're going to go that way. And Dr. Light just kind of wanders into frame. He's just kind of he's just kind of loitering in this shot. Because, like, everyone else on the plane is like, oh, God, robots are fighting on the plane. They're all sort of cowering and hiding. Whereas Dr. Light is just kind of stood there. Like, he doesn't even really say much of anything. He doesn't, like... He doesn't, say, he doesn't have a line. He just walks no. into frame and looks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, really hammers home this, like, uh, this image of Dr. Light as totally sort of above any kind of consequence for anything. Like... He's just there. He's just sort of stood about, you know? Now, why would anyone bar the entrance to a bathroom door? <laughs> so, uh... But then they're like, oh, it's a shame Rush can't talk. He probably saw which way they went. Like, he can talk! <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, intermittently between barks. Teleport! <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they find some very uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly telepods kicking about. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. 
for the first half of this episode, whether we were doing the prestige or the fly, it turns out we were doing the fly. But uh, <laughs> they don't they don't get that at this point. The Mega Man and Roll, they just sort of see an empty pod and they're like, well, it must be evil. So Dr. Light says, as soon as I get to the hotel, I'll dismantle it and everything will be fine. Yeah. Then they go to the hotel. Yeah. They um, let Rush out of his cage. And he's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. He he does some he does some leaping about. He you know mm-hmm. he's, he takes he's, that guy's toupee off. He, yes, he does. I forgot about that at the check-in desk. He totally takes off a guy's toupee. Uh, we get some of this show's now signature terrible accents for the the Swedish locals. Mm-hmm. But they're the same accents again because all the Germans and the Swedes all sound the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Germans and Swedes just have European accents as far as this show is concerned. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? If you're going to do accents in your 90s cartoon, sticking to German is a good, <laughs> just kind of a safe bet. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. It could definitely be it a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. After the slightly peculiar outlier of the, the Australian scaled man, I guess, sticking to, <laughs> <laughs> sticking to uh, German and Swedish is probably a good thing. Uh, so the, the Robot Masters are also in Sweden to you know cause mischief snake man is there we love snake man i love snake man i don't know about you <laughs> uh, I love snake man. yeah gotta love snake man uh cut man tries to cut down a, a gate to a building but it was alarmed it wasn't meant to be alarmed but it is uh, and then when so- they tell wiley later he's like don't worry about that and it's never brought up again <laughs> yeah do you know they what else is never on. brought up again the whole reason that they're here like this is what is so weird about this episode is that it's a 25 minute episode. In the first 5 minutes they chase uh, you know they they chase the robot masters off the plane and the robot masters teleport away again. And then in the second 5 minutes of the episode that all happens again and nothing changes. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to do it twice. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely the Ruby Spears Mega Man mantra. Uh, we get a really weird shot when the police catch uh, Cutman and Gutsman and Snakeman, where uh, Cutman has to, like, he's like, we've got to stop the police, and he cuts down a telegram pole. The telegram pole, like, falls over, and it's, like, crackling with electricity, and then by the time it falls on them, it's a large log, and all the electricity is gone, which is, like, a really mm-hmm. weird shot discontinuity thing. Yeah. Well, we can't kill the cops. No, that's true. This this show is very clear on that. <laughs> Mega Man really likes cops, but specifically human cops. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then uh, they're they're fighting in like a a park, like a like a, a park in the town, and then. Uh, they say, stop, Mega Man, you've got to stop. And Mega Man's like, why? And uh, Gutsman finally figures out what like a hostage is and k- picks up these two police officers and says, if you don't surrender, I'll start smashing. And Mega Man's like, damn, I guess I do have to give up. And then Gutsman and- puts down the hostages and Mega Man's like, or do I? <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> he just He's just like, on second thought, actually, <laughs> no. And, like, the catalyst for this, that Mega Man's realization that he has a way out is that he sees a bus 
that is unattended and he can run all the way to the bus, get in it, and then drive it back at the robot masters, shooting at them out the window. And they're like all shooting at him as he runs away. They're like, damn, he got away. (laughs) But it's like, he's in the park. He sees the bus not only outside the park, but across the street. (laughs) Yeah. Also, there's people in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the the old couple in the bus are just, they're fantastic. Like over the next sort of two or three minutes, which, as you said, feels like a very long time in this show. Uh, they're just like sort of excited. They're just excited to be along for the ride. Uh, I feel like they represent the viewer in this show. Like they have no real <laughs> understanding of what the fuck is going on, but the the minute by minute evolution of it is very entertaining to them. Yeah, they're they're having a blast. And Mega Man doesn't even care. He's like, hope you got your seatbelts on. <laughs> yeah. He's driving, like, he's, you know, driving this bus towards these robot masters, shooting out of the windows, like, you know, being shot at. And he's like, oh, these people will probably be fun. Also, when Mega Man, quote unquote, deceives the robot masters by pretending to have surrendered and then running away when they just give up their leverage, uh, Proto Man turns to face the camera and says... <laughs> What is up with, you know, what what's up with the world today when you can't even trust your own brother? And I was like, wow, Proto-Man is speaking to me. This is all I've ever wanted. I didn't read it as that, but the wiki says that that, that is what that is. And yeah, he's that, speaking to the viewer. I Yeah, he totally, he, I, I like, I, at the time I was like, wow, he is, like, he definitely turns to face the camera when he does it. <laughs> Although that does feel like something that Proto-Man would also just say. You know, the nature of this show is yeah. that people do just announce lines like that to nobody in particular um they get away with their pod um what else happens here oh they tuck in dr dr light they what megaman's like dr light you need to go take go to bed and then the next time we see him he's like closing the door as the lights are out, and he's like, oh, sleep well, Dr. Light. Like, he just fucking tucked him in over yeah, the course yeah. of the scene yeah. that we cut away to. That's good. Also, on his way back to the hotel room, uh, Mega Man walks in on uh, Rush and Roll playing, like, Gunbound or something. It's I, I, I went back and forth on what video game, what they're playing looks like. It's sort of like Space Invaders, but there's two UFOs on the screen. I couldn't really figure it out. But Roll loses... Roll says, hey, Rush, you cheated. And then Rush intimates that he did, in fact, cheat. <laughs> He's like, ha, 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 yes, I did. Which is pretty funny, I think, considering he is a dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know how dogs are, even robot dogs. That point where they all just get away in the teleporter again is the exact point at which I was like, "Hang on a minute, this is just the exact same as the first half of the, you know, the first five minutes of the episode. Why no, did we do totally all of this different. again?" It's totally different. It's very strange. It's gonna. I'm gonna bring it up again at the end because it is why, like, you know, it it, it made me slightly mad by the end of this episode. But uh, other other than that, I think this episode is pretty good. Um, so then Mega Man, having tucked Dr. Light in, gets a call from Dr. Light's old friend, Dr. Umlaut, mm-hmm. who has a, a very important secret that he needs to share with Mega Man very urgently. It can't wait until morning. He cannot. Yeah. Um, 
Dr. Umlaut is a hell of a name. Dr. Umlaut is a hell of a name. That's 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 a real choice. Considering that everyone else's names have been like... Like the doctor in the next episode works in cold science, for example. So his name is Dr. Zero. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, you, I, I guess I would expect everyone to have like, you know, just sort of low effort descriptive names. But the low effort descriptive name shouldn't be describing that he's German. Like that's not a, you know, <laughs> that doesn't really work. That works if it's Dr. Wiley under the mask. Yeah, right. Exa- exactly. That is exactly what I was expecting to happen. But it's fucking Proto Man. <laughs> Uh, it is Proto Man. So it um, all turns out to have been an elaborate ruse. Uh, to, uh, the point at which the ruse began is unclear to me, but uh, they bungle Mega Man into a teleporter, and they bungle Snake Man into another teleporter, and then they switch essence. <laughs> <laughs> they teleport the circuits from one end to the other. Yeah. So, like, is every episode of this show going to be fanfic-level plot? Like, I fell asleep in a strange transport pod and woke up as a snake man? This is just a body swap. We've done mind control, we've done corruption, now it's time for body swap. What's season two going to be like? Are we going to run out of, you know, (laughs) tried and tested fanfic plots, or...? Uh, Well, just as a little bit of a a teaser for season two, we have such... um... Such episodes coming up as Mega Dreams, Robo Spider, uh, cur- <laughs> Curse of the Lion Men, The Day the Moon <laughs> Fell. <laughs> Wait, is that one title or two? Two. Curse of the Lion okay. Men. Okay. And then cur- there's also The Day the Moon Fell. And then there's two episodes Brain Bots and then Bro Bots. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I can't wait. There's only one episode I care about, and that's Mega X. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be. <laughs> we could do like a whole episode on just a whole episode of this show on just that episode, maybe. I'm tempted to just do that one as our last app because yeah. Well, and just <laughs> leave out the other ones. Well, there's one more after it that's not related at all, but we we could swap the last two so we could end on Mega X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I guess we just do it the same way as normal and end up spending way longer talking about Mega X afterward, right? Yeah, I mean, shit. Are we going to get to play Mega Man X by the time we watch Mega X? Let me consult the spreadsheet. <laughs> That's... I think it's unlikely. I think it's very no, unlikely. You're right. Because we have, like, six... No, not six. Well, yeah, yeah, like six more classic Mega Man games to play. And only... Uh, yeah, uh... Maybe? That's a, So episode five of this show... Hmm. Yeah, no, we'll be on, like, Mega Man 5 by the time we get to Mega X. So not too far off. It'll yeah. be a little teaser, a little, little taste. Yeah. A little, a little, you know. I mean, we, we, I think we're entitled to get some kind of, you know... Uh, the, the, like, it's inevitable that this would happen this way because we will spend so long on NT Warrior that we will, you know, <laughs> be miles from Battle Network when we start NT Warrior and be finished with it by the time we're finished NT Warrior. Mm. There's so much NT Warrior. There is so much NT Warrior. <laughs> it's very true. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It was a big thing. It was popular with other kids I knew when I was young. I just never got into it, so I'm excited to actually 
like be exposed to it at all. See, I was thinking about this earlier today. I wondered because when I was uh, writing up all of the sort of you know, well, this spreadsheet for one, and the uh, just other like exploratory ideas for this show, I was wondering why my brain insisted on writing Mega Man as one word, whereas the internet is quite adamant that no, it is in fact two words, and they're right. Mm-hmm. And it's because I got into like when I got into Mega Man, it was with Mega Man Zero and uh, Mega Man X. And so, obviously, in Mega Man Zero, they only ever really say Zero. Nobody says Mega Man. Like, it's either X or Zero. Whereas in mm-hmm. Battle Network, uh, the names are all one word because they're file names. <laughs> right. That makes sense. So, Mega Man being one word <clears throat> is really burned into my brain incorrectly because of Battle Network. So, so adding that to the list of crimes of Mega Man Battle Network... <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. What is the um? What's the file type for a uh, for a net navi? Do you uh, know, it's an exe. Okay. Uh, it, I you know what? I'm just gonna po- I'm just gonna shit post on air. <laughs> um, just not into the microphone this time. What's what's the um? What's your favorite? Just give me a net navi. Uh, let's go, let's go charge, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have you, wait, did you tweet it or what? I posted on the uh, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Everyone can now go, uh, listening to this, can go try to figure out what post on at Rush Shit Radio I made on air. And when you find it, retweet it. Uh, what happens next in this episode? Next in this episode is... Uh, wait, so we just had, so Mega Man just got, just got his essence swapped with Snake Man. Uh, and he's all like tripping over and stuff. And Dr. White is like, ah, now we've got Mega Man and, and Mega Man inside Snake Man can't go back and get help from Dr. Wily. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, so yeah, the rest, so for the rest of this episode until the very end, Mega Man is in Snake Man's body, and Snake Man is in Mega Man's body. Now, I wasn't sure how they were going to do the whole body swap thing, uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think they have extremely they extremely missed an opportunity to have like anything going with the voices because they just they keep the Mega Man's voice in his body, like Mega Man's mm-hmm. brain is just played by Snake Man, which can be fun. There is a lot of fun that you can have with that. And my main problem with this episode is that. They don't have a lot of the fun that you could have with this premise. Like, uh, Snake Man's voice actor doesn't try to do much of Mega Man's vocal tics and vice versa. Like, I was expecting Mega Man to be Mega Man's voice, but like, you know, hissing all the time. But he isn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just like slightly evil voice Mega Man. And to be fair, evil voice Mega Man is quite funny because he's just like <laughs> all the time. Um. Well, I have some news for you about this. Uh huh. Mega Man and Snake Man were already voiced by the same guy. For fuck's sake. 
Well, in that case, it's a bad voice direction thing, right? <laughs> yeah, Ian James Corlett, um, who also voices Rush and Metal Man and I Mr. Was, Zero. I knew there was like a 60% chance that they were the same voice actor, but I didn't look it up before we recorded this. There, I mean, one, two, three, four, five... There's six voice actors that voice just a huge number of people, yeah. and then there are uh, like maybe a dozen people who only voice one character, and one person who is listed but has no role listed. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the sounds that 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 that, <laughs> that single gun sound that Proto Man and Mega Man's guns make. That was their voice. <laughs> um, just looking at this list, I'm reminded that Vile is going to show up. That's I'm so fucking. <laughs> Fucking pumped for Vile to turn up. I mean, me too. Sorry, Vava. While I was, uh, I was while I was cutting together the intro for Mega Man Live, I powered up Mega Man X to get video of the the first stage. That game mm-hmm. is pretty good. That game is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm excited to play all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will be. Good enough at video games to just finish these games that I've never finished, in, even <laughs> though I was a huge fan of them back in the day. <laughs> well, you know, you can just uh, re- rewind time in them if, if you're having difficulty, right? I don't know if the X collection has that. Ah, uh, okay. Well. I would love for the X, for the classic, okay, both Legacy Collections and the X Collection and the... Z slash ZX collections to all have that? I don't know if they do. Right. Um, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I, I actually I, I meant to get the ZX collection already, so I'll, uh, I'll probably grab that and see what quality of life features it has, because I do also have the ROMs, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I could not get the emulator to work right last time. So. Okay. I was able to get it working for ZX, so I assume it will work for and actually, that's what I've been playing Zero on as well. I've been playing the the, uh, the DS collection that I had. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I just, yeah, my, my computer is weird sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. Meanwhile, Snake Man is being chased by the cops. Yeah, Snake Man is like, please help, I'm Mega Man. And they're like, hey, it's Snake Man, and immediately start shooting. And then they run after him, and they're like, why isn't he fighting back? But they keep shooting at him. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, uh, it's pretty um, on the nose. He knocks over a tree to, to stop them. He knocks over a tree because he's like, I can't hurt them. He gets this, He shoots snakes at a tree. The snakes eat the tree. The tree falls in front of the cops, but not on them. And then he escapes. Yeah. Uh, is this the scene where he goes into... Yeah, he goes into Dr. Light's hotel room. He's like, Roll, I'm Mega Man. And Roll's like, you're not Mega Man. <laughs> you're not Mega Man. Yeah, you're Snake Man, actually. <laughs> I, if you look in the mirror, I think you'll find... Like, there's no attempt to be like, ask me something only Mega Man would know. He's just like, no, I'm, I'm Mega Man. <laughs> I'm not Snake Man, I'm Mega Man. Uh, what's this? Right, so then we cut to Snake Man infiltrating the conference via moving truck yeah he uh what's it he i mean he gets 
He gets kicked onto the into a uh, a dump truck by Roland. I guess just delivered to the conference the next day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he hides in the dumpster. Right. Yes, overnight. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, like after he gets chased, th- th- like th- this is the uh, the scene after he gets chased out of the hotel room. Snake Man in Mega Man's body turns up, and and they're like, "Oh, hey, Mega Man." Snake Man was just here. <laughs> so he, he kept saying he was Mega Man. I wonder what he meant. And Mega Man is like, ha, 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 yes, I wonder what he meant Imagine by that. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Uh, the the then once they so they, they then they infiltrate the conference uh, and uh, yeah, Mega Man. So evil Mega Man it brings the teleporter into the conference. So he's like goes behind the scenes of this UN, like it's a UN building. It's a it's a mm-hmm. UN science conference, and the security guard is like, <laughs> it, Mega Man comes in, and the security guard is like, "Oh, it's just you, Mega Man. What are you doing here?" And Mega Man's like, "Oh, just some new security device that Doctor Light had," which is like, mm-hmm. it's it you know again, this show is telling us that Doctor Light is just assumed to have top level authority <laughs> literally everywhere in the world. Like Mega yeah. Man just has to say his name, and the security guard's like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> yeah, are you gonna argue with Doctor Light? I mean, I that would be pretty stupid given what we've seen so far. Uh, and then obviously. They teleport the other bots in, and do you want to talk about what happens after that? Yeah. So, uh, Doctor White. So this this scene, this is my favorite scene in, in both of these episodes. Doctor Light is at the at the podium at the conference, the science, mm-hmm. the, the UN science conference. Then he bangs a gavel to bring the conference to order. Gavels do not have co- sorry conferences do not have gavels. That's not a thing. Uh, and then they bring the curtains down, and. Evil Mega Man is there with Gutsman and Cutman, and uh, <laughs> Doctor Light just yells, "No!" Throws the gavel at them. <laughs> it hits Gutsman in the shoulder, and he's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and then the scene moves on. Why did he have a gavel? <laughs> to call the meeting to order. It's so strange to me. Like. That's a, that's very much a courtroom thing, you know, not a not a UN conference thing. Like UN conferences are those things that you've seen news footage of, where a, a, about sort of fifty people are sat really far away from each other, looking like they're falling asleep. That's a UN mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. No, gavels. no, it's a very important, very like very exciting uh, auditorium sort of thing. Yeah, and everyone there is like sort of young and and sprightly. They're all they're mm-hmm. all sort of emotionally involved in what's happening when the big robots turn up. They're like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" Ah. <laughs> uh yeah, so um How then does, what does snake what does mega snake do? Is he on like a light I think so. This this scene sort of happens almost like immediately. Like the culmination of this scene oh. is that Mega Man push. Well, sorry, good Snake Man pushes evil Mega Man into the telepod, and they and they swap back again with almost but no. They do cut the big banner that says United Nations Science Conference. That is true. Down yes. and use it to bundle up a bunch of scientists in a yes. sack. Yeah. I guess um, Doctor Wiley's intent is to kidnap everyone at the UN Science Conference. Yeah, he's this is weird. Them. 
this episode is another one where Dr. Wily has basically got an open goal and <laughs> proceeds to fail somehow. Like, he's got Mega Man's body and, and uh, you know, Dr. Light has... Dr. Light has nothing and somehow they they go back to the only person who can undo this for them and he does it with no incident whatsoever <laughs> huh. um, they swap back and they argue who is who yeah and then Mega Man starts shooting at them and they're like piss <laughs> oh, it's, it's Mega it's Man, Mega Man. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> he knocks out Snake Man and he gets Snake Man's power and uh, this, it, for some reason, this shot is the shot where I realize that we have made our podcast sign off a line that is actually not a catchphrase in the show. Now the phrase sizzling circuits has appeared more times than... But also, now I've once got your he's power. Snake Man, he says, suffering cyborgs. Yeah. Although he does say sizzling circuits uh, mm-hmm. when he gets bundled into the teleporter. Together. But now that circuits, we know that circuit refers to the soul. Or essence of the robot. Or essence. Imagine stubbing your toe and saying sizzling s- essence. <laughs> sizzling essence. <laughs> oh, God. I'm definitely going to say that when I get hit in the Mega Man 2 stream that we do. When I, when I get hit, I'm always like, oof, my immortal human soul. <laughs> I've fucking stubbed the essence that <laughs> predates my being. And then Dr. Light picks up the gavel and calls for order and bangs it on the podium. Yeah, he does do that. He, everyone <laughs> everyone claps. Yeah, yeah, and everyone claps. So, like, uh, yeah, this episode just kind of ends. Like, rolls like... The last note is Light saying, oh, also, I made a radio signal that means that we'll never see these teleporter devices again yeah we've solved it yeah uh they they teleport away and a teleporter and Mega Man shoots the teleporter which unfortunately does not reduce the robot masters to a horrible teleporter robot master <laughs> hybrid like in the fly unfortunately uh, yeah so like like you said this episode felt like it went on forever it's like a ridiculously dense episode but it the doesn't the second one I thought was even longer. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, like, this episode is, like, huge, but it doesn't do anything with anything that it brings onto the screen. Like, in this episode, Mega Man and Snake Man get their essences swapped, and then Mega Man goes back and says, I'm Mega Man, not Snake Man. They say, no, you aren't, and then he goes away again. And then Mega Man turns up, and he is Mega Man, not not Snake Man. Wait, no, he is... Mega Man's body turns up with Snake Man's brain in it, essence, uh-huh. and he like uses it to like steal a something, a circuit board, a key, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, th- there's no interactions between them, uh, th- between like uh, Snake Man's essence with in Mega Man's body and Roland Doctor Light. There's none of that. Uh, and then like. Snake Man and Mega Man barely fight while in each other's bodies. They, as often in this show, they exchange like one bullet each, and then Mega Man pushes, you know, Mega Man's essence pushes Snake Man's essence into the teleporter, and they're back to normal again. They don't do anything fun with the voice actors. There's no swapping and then swapping back again. Like, there's like uncertainty to like, oh, which one's which? But they just swap back, and that's it. That's the end of that. Yeah, they didn't even, like, add a third one into the mix and say, oh, now 
Yeah. Snake Man is Rush, and Rush is now Snake Man. Yeah, like, like Roll doesn't get put in Rush's body or anything. Like, Rush doesn't get put <laughs> in a human body at all. Like... Uh, it's so weird that this ro- this show has this like bonkers premise because like for my money like the best ep- the best moments of this show are when the premise like so many episode premises in this show have been completely bizarre so far right and like the you know the shrinking cities episode or the I can control all electronics in the world with a joystick episode are funniest mm-hmm. when they are riding they continue to ride that premise and this same premise is kept throughout the whole episode but they don't do anything with it. And there's these, this five-minute chunk at the beginning that doesn't... There's, there's no reason for it to be there. It doesn't identify... Uh, it doesn't advance anything in the episode. It's just it, they do the first five minutes of the episode again, but in Sweden. Yes, but we had to show them getting to Sweden. Yeah, but then I guess they had to have a fight there for five minutes? You have know. to open on action. That is true. I was but. thinking about this actually with the. Um, I watched the ending of Neo Human Kashan last night. And, like uh-huh. the second to last episode starts with here's like three minutes of Kashan infiltrating this robot castle, and then it cuts to a flashback setting up the plot of the the two episode finale. Because you had to start with some action, even if you then have to like backtrack and like yeah. fill in the gaps but you, you gotta get that like straight from the theme song to running around and doing stuff i guess it's it's just it's interesting to me the level to which this show is so often happy to uh have characters just announce this is happening now and it's immediately happening that like mm-hmm. we have to like because it's not even like the show gradually establishes that they're you know going to Sweden, then they get on the airplane, then there's a fight on the airplane, then they get to Sweden, there's a fight in Sweden, and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, they're on an airplane, and there's a fight, and now they're in Sweden. But, like, like there's no ramp anyway, so I don't understand mm-hmm. why we have to pretend there's one by having them immediately in a fight on a plane, and then ramp down, and then back up again once they get to Sweden for no reason. Like, why not just have the establishing shot be in Sweden? Are you saying that this show is poorly written? I'm saying that this show is, like, really funny when it wants to be, and, <laughs> and like, with very minor uh, revisions to the script and, like, plotting of each episode, it could be really, really good. And as it is, it's just, like, it's a, it's a diamond in the rough, shall we say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A crystal man in... <laughs> in the stone man? I don't know. In, in, <laughs> hmm, I've got some fanfics for you. Oh, Thanks. yes. <laughs> That's what you want. Would you like some trivia? I would love some trivia. This is the first appearance of Snake Man, who becomes a recurring robot master in season two. I can't wait. This is the only mention to anything similar to teleportation, which was never used in the cartoon, but used in the games to get Mega Man to the stages. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I feel like, again, uh, it sort of fits with this show's... Uh, mo of just ignoring stuff from mm-hmm. the games yeah. where like but i'm pretty sure proto man got beamed up into the skulker once probably uh, uh but like yeah just ignoring stuff from the games in the like yeah for they, they've got telepods here why like it would have been so easy to just draw them like the many many telepods that are in the games but you know they didn't <laughs> in one scene proto man breaks the fourth wall 
I agree. That, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pledging myself to the uh, Mega Man knowledge base's interpretation of events here. I'm disappointed that the fourth wall is a link that just leads to a Wikipedia article for the fourth wall. <laughs> Not a bespoke <laughs> Mega Man yeah. knowledge base Do you know what is a fantastic example of this that I got earlier today? Mm-hmm. For, for whatever reason, I was like, have you ever watched Doctor Who? Uh, a little bit. So there's an episode of Doctor Who where people get their faces like eaten by something inside a TV. Mm-hmm. And there's like uh, pictures. There's there's the, like there's like lots of shots of uh, characters, uh, you know, from the episode with like no faces on. I wanted to get a picture of this, so I googled Doctor Who faceless. Uh, there are some enemies from uh, like some monsters of the week from like old episodes called faceless. And then the second result was a bespoke Doctor Who wikia page for the face, as in the. <laughs> the location of multiple sensory organs. Jesus. And it's no, written nothing. in the past tense. Like, the face was <laughs> at the site of multiple sensory organs for on the human body. Yeah. Like, I think it still is, actually. <laughs> or is, all do- is every page on the Doctor Who wiki written from the perspective of the end of time, I guess? Because Doctor Who can... Like, the end of time is a, a thing... In Doctor Who? Can I read you a page from Wikipedia, the Star Wars wiki? I, I have a, I have a <laughs> sneaking suspicion I know which one this is, but... There's two you could be thinking of. Okay. Um, please, please read. Pants were clothes that humanoids <laughs> wore over their lower bodies. Some sentient species, such as Ewoks and Wookiees, did not wear pants, but most male humans did. In some cases, pants... Okay, first of all... Um, let, let me back up. Here's what's canon about pants. <laughs> yeah, what's the legends page for? Okay, pants? the can. Okay, pants in current canon. Pants were a type of clothing worn by humanoids and other sentient races with legs to cover their legs. That's all that's canon about pants in Star Wars today. <laughs> we gotta get the to get the good lore. You gotta go back to the Lucas days. Oh god. In some cases, pants were culturally significant, as in the case of Corellian blood stripes, which were worn as a length of broken cloth piping down the outer seams of the recipient's pants. Ubi's trackers, such as Boosh, were known to wear Shada leather pants, and Princess Leia Organa wore a pair of these when impersonating the bounty hunter. There you go. Behind the scenes, which starts with a quote from Mark Hamill, which is, of all the things to worry about, the Wookiee has no pants. During the production of the first Star Wars film, the producers were worried because Chewbacca did not wear pants at all. Like Chewbacca, all Wookiees in the Expanded Universe and the prequel trilogy are without pants. Appearances. <laughs> it starts with a quote from Han Solo. It says, let me find my pants. <laughs> Attributed to Han Solo after getting out of bed. <laughs> Characters can be seen or can be assumed to be wearing pants in all sources. <laughs> However, in some cases, they are specifically mentioned or featured. I'm I'm writing a page for Han Solo no pants theory right now, right alongside bigger Luke theory. This theory claims that in any shot where you cannot see his pants, Han Solo is not wearing pants, which is actually true for Grand Moff Tarkin. What? Uh, you know Tarkin from Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Because uh, Peter Cushing was like, you know, a, a theater person. 
uh, in quite a lot of scenes where his bottom half is not visible, he is not wearing like he's wearing like a, like pajama trousers because he thinks he is above the production that is Star Wars. That's wild. It's pretty good. Uh, the other, of course, famous wiki Wikipedia uh, article is the article for breasts. Yes, that is the one that I was thinking of. Uh, the the image on this page is no longer the fucky art of Ella Secura. Unless, <laughs> oh, it is if you click legends. Oh, well then. In the canon <laughs> These page, are only legends just, breasts. <laughs> legendary breasts. Um, the, uh, the canon entry it shows shirtless Anakin from, I think, Revenge of the Sith. Uh-huh. Breasts were the memory glands of mammalian species. They were indeed. And as you went, oh, Jesus. <laughs> the, the Legends page is much longer than that. I bet. Anyway, Mega I was, Man. I was, just before we get back to Mega Man, I was just going <laughs> to give you a, a smattering of, uh, of facts from the TARDIS data core page mm-hmm. for Face, which uh, a brief Google has told me is not the... Uh, I can, it seems to not be the primary Doctor Who fandom wiki, but I can't really tell what it is. As is it perhaps I like anyway. Uh, the face was the location of several sensory organs on animals, including the eyes, nose, and mouth. River Song was able to tell by looking at him that the tenth Doctor was more youthful than any of the incarnations he had pre- she had previously encountered. Telling him, "Going by your face, I'd say it's early days for you." Uh, where was this other one? Uh, it's just, it's just like every time, like not every time, but a smattering of time that faces are mentioned in any way in Doctor Who. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. here we go. Uh, boat race was the Cockney rhyming slang for face. Here you what? go. <laughs> is is Cockney rhyming slang a concept you're familiar with? No. Okay. Well, uh. <laughs> We'll do that one on import, I guess. <laughs> I was distracted by the phrase corn and horn would also sleep bare-chested for comfort. <laughs> Although it should be noted that horn undressed completely to sleep as opposed to simply going bare-chested. So, uh, Mega Man. Mega Um, we have two quotes for this last, for this app. Uh-huh. Which are, Proto Man, boy, what's the world coming to when you can't trust your own brother? That's the one he said to me in this episode. And roll, I can't believe it. My brother's a snake. That is me to my my brother. (laughs) That's it for bot transfer. Which brings us to Ice Age. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh, Mega Man. Dr. Wily steals a super freeze technology from the Zero Refrigeration Company to create a giant glacier and freeze cities. His plan is to force the leaders of various cities I'm gonna do that one again. <laughs> Dr. Wily steals a super freeze technology. A super freeze technology is what it says here, which is just Liquid nitrogen, actually. Uh, no, it's a the... it's a special it's a special formula for liquid nitrogen. Shut the fuck up! From the zero <laughs> refrigeration company to create a giant glacier and freeze cities. 
His plan is to force the leaders of various cities out of power and replace them with his own robots. And, as if Mega Man and Roll didn't already have enough on their hands, they have to deal with three <laughs> slacker punk kids with major attitudes. This is so insane. When I when they saw this was happening, I thought my soul was leaving my body. However, things aren't too cozy on the Wily front either. When Iceman gets the impression that he's being pushed out of the way in favor of Airman, and when Dr. Light tricks him into believing he's being replaced, he plans a revenge attack against Wily using his own special ice bots. The, uh, the exact nature of the ice bots, I mean, we'll get to them, I guess, but the exact nature of the ice bots is totally mysterious to me. Like, they're just robots with ice on them. Yeah, that's an ice bot. <laughs> so, uh, this first, this establishing shot we get of the, uh, the liquid nitrogen plant, uh, this is what my actual job is like. He complains about going into the freezing business and that it is extremely cold at work. That's that's me. Mm-hmm. It is extremely cold where I work because we are in the business of freezing things. I did not know this about you. Yeah. It's uh, it's not like freezing, freezing cold, but it is very cold where I work. Mm. Which is great when it's hot and not so great when it's cold. I would imagine so. Uh, we see Dr. Zero and he try, he's super cold. Pours himself a nice hot chocolate or whatever. And then by the time he gets the cup to his mouth, it's already frozen. Yeah. And then we get Iceman drag. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. This is, this is, this, this whole bit is just so much for me to take in. But yeah. Iceman dresses up as a nurse with big blonde hair. And he comes in and he tries to take this guard's temperature um, because apparently some people were getting sick. Um, and then, oh, I know how to lower your temperature, and then freezes him in a block of ice. I don't understand why <laughs> the disguise was really necessary. Because uh, immediately he goes from talking like this to talking like this. Yeah, that is, th- like, that, ch- like, I thought, like, when Iceman was doing that voice, I mean, I know he's been in the show already, but I don't remember what his voice sounded like. Me either. It's been, I think it's been since episode one since yeah. we saw him. So when he, like, started talking like that, I was like, oh, that is what Iceman sounds like. But no, he, <laughs> he takes off his fucking disguise and moves into it. He's a New Yorker now, which is like, okay, Iceman, sure. <laughs> he talks like I wanted Detective Pikachu to talk. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And then he turns to Airman, who looks like. <laughs> who looks horrifying. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> he looks like a weird, like. Like there were fans you could buy during the summer that were like, oh, here's like a cartoon character turned into a fan. Yeah. Or whatever. And he looks like that for the Shredder. Yeah, right, exactly. And uh, so he's that for the Shredder. And then <laughs> while you're, like, trying to take in how completely, like, horrifying Airman looks, Iceman's like, go open the door. And Ice- <laughs> Airman's like, hey, <laughs> don't order me around. I'll do what you said, but because I want to do, not because you want me <laughs> to do it, to set up that these two are clashing in the workplace. <sighs> hey, get this door open. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so then they open the door, but then uh, Iceman comes into Dr. Zero's office through the window anyway. 
Uh, and then Dr. Zero is like, you shouldn't be in here. Guards, come help me. And then the, the same guard that Iceman froze two minutes ago, like, bumbles through the door, still frozen in ice and falls over. I thought this was really, really funny. It's very funny. And he's like, what do you want from me? And Iceman's like, we just want your new super freeze technology. And then Dr. Zero's like, why would I give you that? And then Airman's like, why indeed? And then they take him over to a vat of liquid nitrogen and hold him over it. Like, we'll drop you into this if you don't give us the freeze formula. And Dr. Zero's like, ah, right, yes, I see. <laughs> Good argument. <laughs> they even freeze a little handkerchief to say, and then smash it to say, this is what will happen to you. Which And then we go to the high school. Yeah, and then Smash got to... Oh, wait, so before we go to the high school, I think the, the there's just one more bit about this scene, which is that uh, they're, you know, they're threatening Dr. Zero, and he's like, I won't do what you say, and then they freeze the thing, and he's like, I'll do what you say. And then they call Dr. Wiley, and they're like, he's going to do what we say. Dr. Wiley's like, great. Take him, you know, just stop. You can stop threatening him now. <laughs> and then again later, Dr. Zero is like, why would I help you? And it's like, please learn basic negotiation, Dr. Whiting. You can't just <laughs> give up your leverage as soon as they say they'll help you. But, uh, yeah. Also, Wiley's in a blimp. We'll yes. talk about this in a minute, because the people making this show don't know what blimps are. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, high school, because uh, Mega Man is doing some outreach for disadvantaged teens. And we we are going to uh, the high school. It's just It just says high yeah, school on this building. It's called high school. <laughs> where, do you, where do you study? Oh, you know, high school. Where's that? Oh, it's, you know, there's, just, there's, there's one in town. And so we are introduced to... What are their names? They're not named, are they? Yeah, they're named. Oh, yeah. Bobby, Ramon, and Janet. Yep. There it is. Bobby's the leader. He's got a no sign on his shirt. <laughs> Ramon's got an undercut and a nice jacket. And then Janet has a vest. Yeah, and uh, they they have... They have a... They got a bad attitude. So saith Mega Man. It seems like kind of a normal attitude. Yeah, they I sound like they seem like high school kids, you know. <laughs> I act like this. I want pizza. Yeah, right. Exactly. I often want to sack off what I'm doing and go dancing at the milkshake bar, but you know, I guess that makes me a, a maladjusted teen or something. I guess the part of you that's an adult is the part where you don't go do that. Well, at the moment, yes, but as soon as the quarantine's <laughs> over. <laughs> It's full-time milkshake bar dancing, baby. Uh, yeah, so uh, they find out that Iceman and Airman are at the... You know, they're, while, they're, while they're passing the milkshake bar that they're not going to go and dance at because they have to go and stop Dr. Wily, I think. Or is there, is there something else they have to do before that? Anyway, it's not important. They have to plant trees. Yes, they have to go early. plant some trees. And the kids are like, planting trees sounds lame. And they're right. <laughs> that does sound lame. And then they're like, can we go get, go get dancing and pizza and milkshakes? And then Mega Man's like, yeah, sure. And they start cheering. And he's like, after we plant some, these trees. Yeah. And then the, right. the bat signal lights. And Mega Man's like, we'll have to... We'll have to 
take a rain check on planting those trees, and the teens are like, <laughs> cool. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they go to the liquid nitrogen facility where Dr. Wiley is drinking up all that liquid nitrogen, just scooping it all the way up. Uh, yep. He's got a hose connected to his blimp. Yep. And he's sucking all the liquid nitrogen into the blimp, which is not how blimps work. <laughs> yeah, unless your, your blimp was, like, generating way, way too much lift. <laughs> like You gotta put air in that bubble. Or even better, something lighter than air. I mean... That's just air. That's a different that's air. A t- yeah, that's a different air. That's true. That's uh, yeah. I would I would say that hydrogen is still air. <laughs> what about what about helium? Is it not hydrogen? Is it helium? I think I I think it's I think it anyway. Whatever. We, we get, we're getting into the reads uh, about blimps on our Mega Man blimp. podcast. Modern blimps like the Goodyear blimp are filled with helium, which yeah. is non-flammable. Early blimps ah, are often okay, filled with right. hydrogen, which is lighter than helium and provides more lift, but it's flammable. Yes, there you go. People also ask, is there someone inside a blimp? <laughs> Just somewhere how in the many, world. How many blimps are there? <laughs> how does a blimp work? And are blimps real? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't put... You know, unrealistic ideas in steampunk people's heads. Blimps aren't real, and you shouldn't behave like they are. Do not aspire to them. <laughs> so, uh, they fight. Uh, Rush gets frozen into a block of ice and shattered to pieces. Rush is fucking dead. Rush gets fucking killed. Although, before that, before that, Mega Man pulls up in his car in front of the, uh, the liquid nitrogen facility and is like, Roll, you stay here with these teens. And the teens are like, Yeah, we'll come fight with you. Mega Man's like, No, you'll stay here with these teens, Roll. And Roll's like, What does he think I am? Some kind of babysitter? Rush, you stay here with these teens. <laughs> and Rush and is like, Roll, Roll. And then they just run away. Yeah, the teens immediately leg it, and Rush is like, come back, rough. And they don't, obviously. But they don't. They also don't get into any trouble, so... No. What was the point of this? Uh, yeah, so Rush gets fucking killed. Uh, oh yeah, Iceman says uh, once, he gets, once he gets the ultimate cooling technology from Dr. Wily, from Dr. Zero, then he'll be the coolest guy in the world. And Iceman, you're already the coolest guy in the world to me. <laughs> This uh, is a pretty extended action scene. Um, they try to drop something big on Mega Man, and there's a commercial break, which allows him to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Also, this this I didn't realize this until I'm looking at my notes all at once, but this happens twice in this episode, is a uh, uh, roll, because, you know, roll's thing is household tools, uh, runs up to Airman and is like, Airman, <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. And tries to blow him away with her, like, you know, hairdryer or whatever it is. Uh, Airman is, like, slightly buffeted by this. But then he says, no role. I'm your biggest fan. Because he's got a big fan in his chest and blows her away with his fan. And I cannot stress enough, Mega Man, you can't do this. You can't just have people repeat each other's one-liners back to each other. Because the second time it happens, it makes even less sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And then she gets owned. Yeah, Roll gets owned. Mega Man gets owned. Mega Man gets his feet frozen, so he doesn't get exploded like Rush does. But Rush does get exploded. Uh, they get away with all the liquid nitrogen and Dr. Zero. And Mega Man's like, rats, we'll have to fight them again the next time. Uh, so uh, they they leave the kids at this industrial warehouse and say, I hope you can get back to school. <laughs> yeah, and the kids I hope like, I can trust you to go back to school. And the kid's like, yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, and uh, But they get away. Uh, so Dr. Wiley and friends are at the North Pole now. Uh, he says, Dr. Zero, you're going to give me the the formula to do super cooling with your liquid nitrogen now. And Dr. Zero's like, why would I help you? And then Gutsman produces a, a bit of wood, produces like, like creates like a, a popsicle out of the ice that is all over the place in the North Pole and then threateningly eats it in front of Dr. Zero <laughs> as a method of intimidation, which I think is great. And, it's uh, perfect. It is perfect. Uh, and then Doctor Zero says, "Yeah, okay, compelling argument," and uh, tells them how to make super ice out of the liquid nitrogen. After Doctor Wiley reveals, like, yeah, he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Doctor Wiley reveals that his plan is to start a new ice age and then freeze all of the world leaders out of their cities and install my own robots so I can rule the world. Which is a very Doctor Wiley plan. I'm way into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iceman and Airman like viscerally hating each other here uh-huh. is really good. I'm I'm big into that. They just just they just fucking you suck. No, you suck. I'll do it. No, I'll do it. It's very good. They want to plug the tube into Airman, but Iceman wants to be the one to freeze everything. Yeah, Iceman is like I was meant to freeze everything, and then Airman says no. Plug the hose into my my fan, and then I'll spray the liquid nitrogen everywhere, and then we'll do it even faster. And Iceman's like, do that, Airman. He's always sniping at me at work. <laughs> uh, so they start freezing everything. They create a mega glacier, which goes all the way from the North Pole to, I guess, Canada. This is meant to be Canada, right? guess so i read it as canada there are like pine trees everywhere and it's slightly less it's like less industrialized than the american cities that we've seen i don't know mega man uses his blaster to power a car yeah looks like you could use some plasma power but just a little bit uh it's trying to escape the glacier and then he gets stuck in it yep he gets stuck. everyone's like oh no mega man yeah and then Roll just um, goes and digs him out, and yeah. that's sort of the end of that. Uh, she has a like an axe as part of her. T- uh huh. It looks like the axe from Sekiro because it comes yeah, out of her yeah. arm. <laughs> that is very true. I did not realize that, but that is true. That sounds like a that sounds like a free tweet. Yeah, I'm almost. It's almost like I'm screen capping that image right now. <laughs> do they do they do transparent PNGs of the of the the Sek- like the UI for the. <laughs> I'm not going to that much. Oh, I, okay, fair enough. I'm just saying, Sekiro. What was that? 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, there you go. Um, they free Mega Man from the ice. They fly away. 
Lots of shots of freezing. Yeah, lots of stuff gets frozen because so much stuff gets frozen that high school gets frozen and the teens see it. That's no good. That's no good. And this is this is my least favorite part about this episode. Is they go running to Dr. Light's lab and by themselves renounce their teenly ways. Despite the fact that their teenly ways caused nobody any trouble at any point. They and just, are not even relevant to the app. Yeah, like this is a this is this show's signature, you know, what looks like a B plot by minute 5, but by minute 20 is completely irrelevant to the show. It's just there. Mhm. Uh, but they are part of the plan to to get Iceman to, to, to unseat Dr. Wily, which is to convince Iceman, who is doing espionage, that uh, Dr. Wily and Airman are trying to cut him out. And that's why he th- thinks he's killed Mega Man. He bursts in, he freezes him, and he decides, I'm going to fight Dr. Wily, and you're going to help me, or else... And so Dr. Light gives him a bunch of robots. He then coats in ice and says, come to life. And then they become real. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've, and he uses. <laughs> Sorry, you go ahead. If you had something, I was going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just going to say, like, it, I said this at the beginning. It's, like, so confusing to me what covering these robots in ice offers them. Like, I think there's maybe one shot where Gutsman punches one, and then the ice falls off it and onto him, and that's how he's defeated by it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like getting Barrier in Runeterra. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, they go to a parking lot, and they have a duel in the parking lot. They do. Uh, Iceman, so yeah, he brings his, his ice bots to Dr. Wily. Uh, or, you know, he, he hides them. He, he's like, Dr. Wily, I've destroyed Mega Man. And uh, Dr. Wily's like, great, I've got, a, I've got a bonus for you for destroying Mega Man. And Iceman says, I've got a bonus for you, Dr. Wily. And then he commands the ice bots to attack him. What did he mean by this? Like, you can't just repeat the one-liner. It's not a thing. Because he was under the impression that the bonus meant, oh, I'm going to double-cross you. So he's like, I've got one for you, too. Yeah, but I guess it just, like... Uh, it's stupid. I didn't like it. Also, in my heart, this is the this is the parking lot Kingdom Hearts parking lot. Oh, <laughs> I totally did not get what you meant for a second there, but suddenly it is very vivid in my head. Yes. Yeah, you get you get it. Yeah. Shoutouts to Parking Lot Kingdom Hearts. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, Iceman defeats the other robot masters, which just proves that like any like robot could be Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like the whole thing is, all of them have a weakness that is each other, and so if they ever start fighting amongst each other, they're just gonna like get owned. I mean, I guess it's. Uh, I feel like the scene communicates that the ice bots are what's tipping the the advantage for Iceman here, right? But anyway, Mega Man it's turns true. up and mops them up anyway. Uh, Airman tries to, uh, like, Airman tries to uh, fight them, and they sort of knock him over, and then his his fucking fan starts blowing him about the place and he he, he, he just gets smashed into the ground Mega Man gets two powers he gets mm-hmm. the, the ice and the air and then he's like this should do he puts him in a tornado and then he puts the ice in the tornado and they all get frozen it's great he, he does it 
Nice Ego Raptor impression. I I really need you to not say Ego Raptor in every episode of this podcast. <laughs> I haven't said it until this episode. That is completely <laughs> untrue, just so you know. <laughs> Be nice to me. <laughs> I, I will do my best. Speaking of people who need people to be nice to them, uh, Airman spends this entire episode hooked up to a hose doing things that aren't shooting air at people. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty funny, if you ask me. I guess it is air and also liquid nitrogen. Yeah, but that's, like, not... Uh, like what the, <laughs> It's not a tornado. What the, what the air brings to the table there is not made particularly clear. Like, it's just... Speed, mostly. Yeah, I guess, I guess. You remember the Airman part of the Mega Man 2 rap? Honestly, no. <laughs> the fucked up thing is that I can, like, in my head, I can just recite most of that video. Uh, it, it, it left my brain shortly after we watched it on the show, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't think anything else happens in this app. They run away. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the fade-out joke for this episode? I don't know. Teens, probably. The teens are like, thanks, Mega Man. Yeah. Dr. Wily is no joke. And Mega Man's like, stay in school, kids, or something equally stupid. He says, if you ever need our help, just call us, Mega Man. And then Mega Man's like, I will, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they high five. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. We did it. Uh, I've got a lot more trivia for this one. Oh, good. Lay it on me. With Iceman making his second appearance, first time was in the beginning, he was the first Robot Master besides Cutman and Gutsman to appear, to appear in more than one episode. Uh-huh. But this is also the last time Iceman appears. Airman's appearance is drastically altered from his video game counterpart. In the games, Airman's armor is dark blue and yellow, and his torso consists of his eyes and a big fan in his chest. In the show, he has a head with glowing red eyes, and his armor color was changed to sky blue. This uh, this description makes way more out of the color changes than I was expecting. Like the colors, for, if anything, seem fairly on point for this show, but uh, it's the it's the, the the like terrifying face that's really doing it for me. Um, we got a bunch of voice actors that are guests in this app that are presented as if we should know them. One of the names so rings I, a bell. I'm trying so to see. I'm going to just open these up real quick. Um, there are many guest voices in this episode. Bobby is voiced by Kathleen Barr, who is known. Uh, come on. Hmm. As. Let's see. Um, if you're familiar with Reboot, uh, she plays Dot Matrix. Uh-huh. Um, if you know... Uh, if the, the name Trixie Lulamoon from My Little Pony means anything to you, that's this person. Yo, she was um, the system voice in SSX Tricky? That's a hell of a credit. She plays Hypno Woman in Mega Man Fully Charged. Oh, excellent. We'll be seeing you again, then. And also Blasto Woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is there anything else to pull out here? Lots of Lego things. Lots of kids' TV. Barbie. She's in a couple Barbie things. Uh, do you remember Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures? 
Uh, no. I think it was a Nickelodeon show. Okay. Wow, um, 2013 to 15. That is way more recent uh-huh. than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, Max Steel, Sabrina, Secrets of a Teenage Witch, which I don't know that show. Uh, Veggie Tales, Veggies in Space. Uh-huh. Slugatera. Uh, basically every kid's thing from the 2000s. Good for you, Kathleen Barr. Um, oh, also oh. Ben Hur. Are we going to do this for all four of these? <laughs> Listen, it's fine. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, uh, what? Oh, I've lost my tabs. Ramon is played by Marcus Turner. Uh huh. Who was on Airbud? Wait, is this the right... This is the same... Wait. Actor. No, this is a different person. I don't know. I don't know this one. Uh, Luis Valence as Janet. Could not find anything when I googled this person. Uh-huh. Uh, Shirley Milliner as Miss Pendergast and the high school principal. Who is... Uh, okay, another established, like, kids show actor. Yeah, I mean, I guess there was, like, a big circuit for these. There are so many of these within this time period, Mm -hmm. right? So, Like, this person was on the Robocop cartoon. (laughs) Uh, Also reboot. Another reboot. Uh Uh-huh. When's up? You're just just thrilled that I'm doing this, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, uh, when's yeah, uh, when's Robocop versus Mega Man, huh? I mean, that's Mega X. <laughs> you're, you're so right. You're so right. This is the first and only appearance of Airman, is our last piece of trivia there. Yes, and then there are some errors here. Yeah, yeah. This is sort of a subset of trivia. Um, errors. While Mega Man is driving, the traffic light's red light is at the top. When it's shown again, the red light is at the bottom, and the green light appears on the top. How about that? Little while and his robots are going out of the airplane in the North Pole, Gutsman disappears for a brief second. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Just a uh, you know winks out of existence from Wiley's sort of lucid dream. Wiley's brown winter coat appears white in one scene, and in the next scene, his tie and lab coat are miscolored. Wow. We got some quotes. Wow, I missed this. Oh, wait. What is this one from? Mega Man says, this isn't some video game you're playing. When does he say this? I feel like I would have noticed He this. says it when he's chastising the teens in the... Uh, ah, of course, free- of course. In the freeze industrial place. Uh, Earl says, I'm a big fan of yours, Airman. Blows fan at him. Airman, and I'm an even bigger fan of yours. Blows her away with the fan on his chest. Yeah, d- didn't like that bit. <laughs> Mr. Zero says, you're m- 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 mad. And Dr. Wiley says, no, I'm ha-ha-ha-happy. Yeah, uh, that, I thought it was quite good. That's very funny. Um, so does that mean, then, that it's time for us to commemorate uh, a fallen comrade? 
It is time. It's my turn this time. It is your turn, yes. Who are we saying goodbye to? Uh, I think it should be Iceman. I mean, I, I, there's equal arguments for Iceman and Airman, but uh, I don't know. Iceman's been with us for longer, so... Yeah. Um, are we... Oh, God. I've just remembered that we did talk about Iceman on the stream, but we haven't done it on the podcast. Yeah. Because Iceman doesn't like saunas. We we know this. We do know this. We do know this very well. We also know that, you know, even after his death, he found a a pretty good gig at Polygon.com. <laughs> Iceman was a robot master from the original Mega Man. He was created by Dr. Light to perform human-like tasks under extreme climate conditions. This could be done due to the fact that he was impervious to chilling sub-zero temperatures. Iceman was also capable of functioning in hot environments, although he was less powerful there. His special weapon was the Ice Slasher, a sharp ice blade launched from his mouth that could freeze anything with its temperature of 200 degrees below zero. Freeze Man greatly respected Iceman. Iceman was known to love showing off for crowds of people, and could be known to be sometimes very self-centered, but he cared deeply for his friends. As his namesake, he loved participating in activities revolving around snow, like snowball fights. <laughs> Iceman was known to have, to have had a dislike of heat-related things, such as sauna baths and firestorms. Which is Fireman's weapon. So this was ironic, seeing as his weapon was Fireman's weakness and not the other way around. Interestingly, oh wait, hang on. Then uh, I was going to say is, uh, are we given to understand from this description that a snowball fight is a human-like task? Yes. Okay. It's our only example of a human-like task that we've been given. Iceman shared his name with a Marvel X-Men character. Uh, his weakness to the Thunderbeam was ironic, considering that ice was much less conductive than water, regardless of the water's previous purity. Uh-huh. Uh, Iceman's quote in Mega Man Powered Up, I don't like to be shocked, sir, might have been a reference to his weakness in the original Mega Man, the Thunderbeam. He was the only it, robot master in the original Mega Man to have green eyes. That quote could also be a don't tase me, bro reference. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just saying it could have been. I guess we'll have to uh, we'll have to judge that when we get to it. Um, Iceman was one of three ice-themed robot masters to have a weapon that was effective against a fire robot master. He could arguably be compared to Popo of the Ice Climbers <laughs> franchise. But not Nana? Popo and Nana are that different that you can't compare well, Iceman to Nana? Nana's pink. Yeah, I mean, sure. Hmm. Uh, okay. Ooh. Hmm, I, I'm okay. pretty sure I just saw what you just saw. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
Iceman was the first robot master to have a mental illness, God. displaying symptoms that are commonly associated with individuals possessing dissociative identity disorder. Oh, God. <laughs> However, this trait is only seen in Mega Man Powered Up. I can't believe Mega Man Powered Up is going to do this to us. <laughs> what? I don't remember this. Uh, wait, have you seen all of Mega Man Powered Up? Oh yeah, I played it a lot back in the day. I was a oh wait, I really I, liked I, Powered Up and Maverick Hunter X. Yeah, sorry, I uh, I, I am getting Powered Up and fully charged constantly no, swapped over no, in my no, head. No, 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 we are not gonna have to watch a whole cartoon uh, <laughs> where Iceman has dissociative identity disorder. I'm gonna hover over this. Okay, good. Yeah, this yeah. Is a Wikipedia <laughs> link. <laughs> Fucking Mega Man knowledge base about how dissociative identity disorder manifests itself specifically in Wily's robot masters. <laughs> uh, although now you've given me a cursed idea, which is I'm going to search Wikipedia for dissociative identity disorder. Yes. Uh, oh, we have two results, <laughs> which are multiple personality disorder and schizophrenia are both articles on the Star Wars wiki. So. Uh-huh. Thanks for that, George. Yeah, I don't know if I want to know what the uh, the Legends page for Schizophrenia looks like. Uh, these two pages are not split canon and Legends. Okay, well... Which means that they are, by definition, Legends. Yeah, right. But, um... Wow, would you believe these uh, pages are a little lengthy? I, I think I would, given the nature of you know, just what I know about the sort of stereotypical legend story. Mm -hmm. uh, from all Mega Man classic series, Iceman was the shortest robot master that had ever been created. Shine on you, uh, shine on you crazy diamond, Iceman. Took one Thunderbeam too many. The short king, <laughs> Iceman. In life, as so, so in death as in life, the short king, Iceman. So, uh, with that, on that bombshell, Nora, <laughs> where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You can find everything I do at norablake.online. Uh, do I have any other specific things to blog? I don't think so. Okay. If you want to send an email to the podcast, we would normally be doing emails in this segment right now, but we've never received an email. That might have you something to do with the fact that we have yet to solicit them off the podcast, <laughs> but you know. That's true. Um, Rushjetradio at gmail.com is where you want to send those. The next thing we record is going to be the Mega Man 2 episode, but by the time you hear this, that will have been a while ago. So... Before we record the Mega Man 2 episode, I'm going to solicit some emails. And where what, where would people find that kind of post? Uh, they would find that on twitter.com slash rushjetradio or wow. where you can find me, twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace. We run a tight ship out here. We certainly do. And uh, that's where I tweet about Rushjet Radio and also other nonsense, mostly video games. Uh, I also tweet about the live streams that I do, which at the moment includes Mega Man Live, which is a companion piece to Rush Jet Radio, where we play through every Mega Man game live once a month. 
which you can find the streams for on twitch.tv slash curlebrace with no spaces or underscores. And then you can find a link to the YouTube channel where I upload those streams on my Twitter page, which is twitter.com slash curl underscore underscore brace. There's probably some other cool videos on that account, too. There are. And, you know, as soon as I can get my brain working for more than 10 minutes at a time, uh, there'll be more. Isn't that exciting? Nice. Nice. And Um, if you really like this podcast, you should give it money at patreon.com slash export audio? Question mark? No, no question mark. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) We just put up our first import audio, which is the other companion piece to this podcast, where Curly and I just talk about bullshit after every app. Yeah, and we're going to do another one of those right now. So if uh, you, you want to hear that, you should give us some money. Uh, is Duo Lane also a Patreon show? It sure is. Well. You- That's where Olivia and I play video games while hanging out. Usually it's League of Legends, but there are a couple of us where we just play each other in Legends of Runeterra. So, basically what I'm saying is, if you're not a Patreon of the Export Audio Podcast Network, you're duo missing out. That's true. <laughs> it, um, until next time... Now we've got your podcast. <laughs> I'm definitely sticking to now we've got your podcast. It's a lot funnier. No, yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, sizzling circuits.